Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Or her. Uh, yeah, that's a less popular Motley Crue song. <laughs> <laughs> you can either shout at the devil or dance with the Torah. Yeah, both of them are both hits. That was the, it's the same melody. Yeah. yeah. Dance, dance, <laughs> dance, dance with the Torah. <laughs> the problem, though, is that dance with the Torah. The, the <laughs> is that drops the Torah. Um, everybody who sees it hit the ground has to do a shot. Uh, no, you have to fast for shot, 40 shot, days. shot, 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 shot. You have to fast for forty days. Yeah, that's some Billy Jean shit right there, son. Right. You, so it's usually best not to uh, drop the Torah, all right. if at all possible. All right. Damn, forty days. Forty that's, days. That's longer than Ramadan. Yeah. Yes. Ramadan, ding dong. I, I forget how they do it, but it's one. This it's one of the few times that we do like the cooperative uh, fasting thing or something. Do people like try to get out of it too? Like, no, I didn't drop it all the way on the floor. I, <laughs> like, I just fumbled it a little. In in my life, I've never seen or heard of it happening. Yeah, all right. all is right. that something? That's probably something they tell the kids to scare them into not dropping. Yeah, well, it's like the thing where uh, the vault. And then you got to go to jail though for starving your kids. <laughs> I mean, like it's. <laughs> well, no. If you're under thirteen, you don't have to ever uh, fast. You're not obligated. Your parents are. But all no, right. the, the the Vulcan salute is is from the priestly blessing. And so the priests would hold their hands like that and bless the congregation. You know, the whole, may the Lord protect you and guide you. May the Lord's countenance shine upon you, that whole thing. Live long and prosper. So the thing was, though, is that you're supposed to, like, cover your head and keep your eyes down. Uh Because when the Kohanim, the the priestly tribe are doing that, the, the very presence of God comes down upon the congregation. And if you were to look up, you would... You know, it's God, so you're not supposed to. You know, Moses. So like, so it would be like the end of uh, temple. Can God hide fast enough though, so you can't see him? Like, well, he no, it's not that God. God doesn't hide. That's the thing. So, but it would be like the end of Raiders help of a the brother Lost. Out. It'd be the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Well, see, the thing is, is that the first time Don't you look at it, the the first time you look up, you close go your blind. eyes. The first time you look up, you go blind, and then the second time, it's like uh, you die. Dang, I don't want that to happen. Well, see, that's the thing, though, is that Leonard Nimoy was saying that when his father told him that, he sat and thought about it, and he's like, wait a minute. If you go blind the first time, you can't see it the second time. That's very that's very logical of him. And so then it was like, and his father explained to him, well, yeah, that's because God's merciful, and he doesn't want anybody to die. He just wants to rob you of your sight. Yeah. He just blinds you. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, Bob. I don't want don't want to interrupt, but let me take a, a taste of my tea here in my my official Captain Picard. Uh, so cool, so cool. <clears throat> now, um, this episode here is called Body Parts. This is the second to last episode of season four, and the only one to star Howard Stern. <laughs> yes, it's about a shock jock and his. Uh, his yeah. romance with his wife that no longer means anything because they got divorced and stuff. So yeah. it was all uh, exercise and futility. I which thought is- that was private parts. Oh, whatever. It's all the same shit. Body parts. Uh, the name of this episode doesn't make any sense to me. Um, yeah, it does. Except for the cork story. It does. Uh, well, no, because even because you took a part of Keiko, her body, 
Mm-hmm. That's not a part of her body, man. Or and it now infests uh, Kira's body. <laughs> Life starts at conception, Ben. That's right, Ben. Does it? I'm not really sure. Let's not talk about this. Yeah, this is getting a little awkward for everybody, I think. Is it? Let's just move on. Did we? <laughs> I'm sorry. You're fine. Um, yeah, so um, this is episode 97. Episode 97 of Deep Space No. Now, how does that tie out with our episodes? I, I think this is like 295. Gosh, see, it'd, be, it'd be awesome if this was 297. That would be trippy as fuck, like, bro. Line, you know, get the lined out. So we need to do like two filler episodes. So what were you saying? We need to do Star Trek. <laughs> we just need to waste some time. <laughs> but I guess there are people that will say that we do that every week. <laughs> we're just yeah. wasting time. They're still waiting for us to adequately review an episode. You know what? If they you want that, poking. listen to the beginning of uh, TNG where we actually tried to review some stuff. Did we? I thought we gave we gave like yeah I mean we did some pretty good stuff we still do good stuff I think we've gone off the rails more now um, because we, we don't start get, off the rails now. yeah we just start off the rails and, and part of it is too because I mean like we don't get to ever see we talk once a week yeah well, you know so we, we speak twice yeah and some t- but I'm saying most of the time this is just this is merely uh a podcast of fellowship and watching Dennis eat snacks. Yeah. That's what (laughs) Why not? But he does a really quiet job eating snacks. So you do. I'm impressed. Now, what are you snacking on this evening, Dennis? Brownies. Uh Last couple weeks ago, you had cookies and now you have brownies. Better watch out. That uniform ain't going to fit much longer, Dennis. I'll replicate a new one. You're going to need like a fucking moo. <laughs> <laughs> do they make a Star Trek moo? I'm sure they do. That, if they That'll don't, awesome. they will. We have to look at the Innovo site. And see. You know what? I'm sure. I'm not paying Innovo's prices for anything. I'm sure they do. Uh, like you could just wear one of the like Admiral's uniforms because they're somewhat moo-ish. They kind oh, of expand. Yeah. You know? The only moo I want to wear is Homer's moo <laughs> That's a great episode of The Simpsons. I want my reaching stick. <laughs> so yes, if you so need that, a dialing wand. Yeah. <laughs> please mash the big, mash the numbers on your phone. Uh, uh, <laughs> we'll just pay for the surgery. Woo-hoo! <laughs> so yeah, so this episode is pretty simple. Um, Quark is going to die, but we know he's not going to die. And I, I, I normally hate episodes of television like this when you do the old switcheroo. When someone in the main, no, 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 this, I've never seen that before. Like I've never seen the baby pregnant lady switcheroo episode. That one, I, I, that's genre defying. <laughs> well, I meant the switcheroo of the, uh, he's going to die. Oh, just kidding. He's not going to die. Switcheroo type of thing. Switch oh, okay. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean like when, when the episode leads off with, I'm going to die. You're like, no, you're not. We all know you're not going to die. Like yeah. saw your name in the opening credits. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. This you is could a, have had us back in uh, when this was happening live back in the 90s. But now, come on, buddy. Or maybe if it was the end of a season and we'd heard rumors that your contract wasn't getting renewed. <laughs> yeah. 
that was a big fear on Best of Both Worlds when yeah. uh, Picard uh, got assimilated and he was still unhappy with the series and talking about not renewing his contract. And so that was it was like, okay, Patrick, if you want to leave, Jonathan's ready to step up. It would have been great if they had a seven of nine Picard. And so that for the is. rest of the series, he would have been in the cat suit. But he would have had giant breast implants. Yeah, would be awesome. <laughs> you, Dennis, you have to read this book. It's really wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. It was like Picard, like Patrick Stewart was unhappy. I can't read. <laughs> yes, you can. You're a very smart man. Um, there were, uh, like Picard was unhappy with the way Picard, Patrick Stewart was unhappy with the way Picard was kind of portrayed. And he said he wanted to fight and fuck more. <laughs> like he said that because he just wasn't doing enough of that. The captain should fight and fuck more. Yes, I would just love to be in the meeting to hear Patrick Stewart say that. Yeah. Like that, that would be lovely. But yeah, so it's um, definitely a Patrick Stewart from Camelot type person saying that. Yeah, know? he's channeling his Shakespearean. But um, dialogue. But yes. So Quark's gonna die, and um, yeah, because he has some weird disease. Yeah, he's got incurable. some weird disease. And then Keiko is in an accident. Um, a pregnant Keiko is in an accident with Julian and Kira in a runabout, and they have to switch the babies around. Yeah. This was the, the best thing, because what was it? Fourth season TNG, Beverly had was pregnant, and they had to hide that. So they did the whole loose gown and hide her behind equipment. Um, but this one... It was like, oh, shit, Kira's – she got knocked up with uh, Bashir's baby. Yeah, Bashir was crushing it. IRL. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, they had to figure out if they were going to try to hide it or write it into the script somehow. He was but knocking them boots. They didn't want to do like a storyline with Shakar knocking her up. Yeah, because, you know, because, I mean, you know, I mean, that just, you know. So Kira, like, Kira having a baby, like her own baby, would not have worked for this show. Yeah. yeah. But uh, – Getting her a little space Murphy Brown, little three-way action with, uh, with uh, what do you call them? It's it's very creative on on the producer's part, as opposed to like her being gone. Like oh, she's got to go away to some conference for five months. You know, she's oh, she's going to Bajor to study the plants. Yeah, go for another five months. Yeah, she's got to do that. And you're gonna wonder they're running off and getting married together, and they're gonna come back wearing Birkenstocks and. You know, all that jazz. But now, um... Kira! <laughs> Narice! But yeah, so they do the whole, uh... Yeah, 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 baby switcheroo here. Because I guess her body is ravaged beyond any shadow of a doubt. And they move the baby. Which, how did they take the baby out and put it in? I thought they beamed the baby. They they beamed it? Beamed the baby. They beamed the baby? Let's beam the baby. The science behind it in the episode, I didn't really gather. It doesn't I, make any sense whatsoever. Yeah, it, because it was, there's so many, like, like the reason why people get morning sickness when they first get pregnant, because you have so many hormones making your body ready so that it can carry a baby and support it. Like, there's no way Kira would be ready to just take, uh, what? like, what, like a three or four month old, five yeah. month old baby well, into see, her be- womb? He did say, though, that he had to flood her system with estrogen and all this other stuff yes. to, to get her body ready for it. But how <laughs> but, does he take baby out and put baby in other lady? Like, they didn't really explain that very well. Well, the lady who's standing next to these two ladies has, you know, the, the worm in her stomach that he's dealt with before. So it can't be that hard. You think, like, they just scissors? 
What? I don't understand, Dennis. What are you doing? <laughs> Kira. Here's Kira. Here's Keiko with the baby. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> well, Switcheroo. So they, they just switched a route. All right. That's right. All right. <laughs> just bounce them against each other. Yeah. It's like those rings that the, you click them and then they're like, you got the two and then you just... Yeah, it's a magic trick. Space magic David trick. Copperfield came in there. Yeah, I don't really understand how it happened, yeah. but like it's one of those oh, yeah. things. It's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, I believe it. Whatever. Yeah, I'm cool. It's with the future. That. I'm sure they can do that. Yeah, they just fucking. She just shit the baby into Kira's mouth, and then all of a sudden, Kira's pregnant. Voila! <laughs> he I sewed mean, him. He sewed him butt to butt. Yeah, and then like just squeeze the baby over into Kira. I mean, I guess they could have beamed at the baby, right? Even though they didn't specifically say. But how do you, How do you connect the? Uh, umbilical cord. I don't know how he did that. He they kind of explain they explain the aftermath why they couldn't switch it back. They're like, well, once the baby is in the in the body of the Bajoran lady, then everything gets all vascularized. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we can't switch it back. So she's just gonna be in there for a while. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. They they tech the tech on this one for sure. Yeah. yeah. They, oh, they definitely tech the tech. Like the amount of things they would have to do in a crisis situation in a runabout, like that they would have the capability to do that is pretty unbelievable. Well, Julian is the greatest doctor the world has ever seen. The yep. galaxy ever knows. Apparently. I mean, he cured a whole planet, Dennis. Well, did he? He did. Mm. He cured the babies. He He's good with babies. <laughs> He's, I was say, he, he, he's good with babies. That that's the that's the yeah. key. He cured all the babies on this planet. He made a vaccine. If he can cure all the babies on some weird planet, he can take one baby out of one vagina right. and stick it it's, in another. It's vagina. like a reverse Pied Piper. Yeah, he's like giving you the babies instead of taking <laughs> them away. He's like yo, baby, I'm gonna put this baby over here. Just play my flute. Yeah, and he did it, and it worked. Because, I mean, obviously... And O'Brien is like, you know, first he thought that he lost his baby, and now he's thinking, I can really have Irish twins. Yeah. Like, this is a possibility. He's like, yo, you know what's cool is, like, my wife is pregnant, but she's not, so I can fuck her whenever I want to. And then, like, I'm going to... Maybe I can even fuck this other lady, too. Yeah. It's like my two wives. Kira, the sister wife. Yeah, it's a sister wife, dude. It's fucking sister wives. Well, I mean, that awkward moment when he's like asking Kira to to like be in a three way with him. Yeah. Like, like what? Dude, go ahead. Go ahead. Ask her. Ask her. Ask her. Ask her. If, ask her if her and I can fuck. Molly, go to the other room for a minute. We have yeah. grown up things to talk ask about. Ask her. Ask her if 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 Kira and I can fuck, but you can't fuck any of us, Miles, because you'll just ruin it. Because you're. A, dick hole it's like i don't understand just, just sit in the corner and masturbate yeah like you're good at with your small irish pecker that's right i'll sit in the corner and i'll cry as i jerk my meat to my tears <laughs> yeah but, uh, we we lasses as they rub together with their clitori <laughs> tis a wonderful thing tis a great thing oh great day in the morning ah. i didn't i didn't think you could do that but there it is your chach is all moist. <laughs> I've never seen one of the Bajoran clip shields before. Does it really huge? <laughs> it's got the little ridges right up there, like the nose. Mm, ridges. Such a world we live in. Mm. See if Dr. Bashir can install one of those on you there, Hoshi. <laughs> it's real easy to find. Wait, which? God, shit, not. 
Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, it's weird, though, that they tech the tech. Oh, she's about 150 years earlier, right? Oh, yeah. Empress Hoshiseto. She was a fine lass. Always talking on the little talk box. The talk box. That's what they call me, cock. <laughs> just, just keep going. Hey, man, you're having fun. Hey, as long as you're having fun, that's all I'm, I hear. I'm not. I'm, I'm extremely uncomfortable right oh, now. Oh, are you, are you feel like you're going too far out? I, 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 I feel like if I'm ever up to be a uh, Supreme Court nominee, this could come back and haunt me. You'll be fine. Right. You'll be yeah, fine. You're totally fine. You can basically do I'd worry more about the Jewish part than anything else. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> that's what I'd be worried about. <laughs> uh, that's the guy. Uh, where's this daughter? Like, we already got one. Hey, man, what's, with that? what's with that little hat you're wearing or something? You, you put ice cream in there? This just better not come up during my uh, campaign for city co- uh, council. I think you'll be fine. All right. I think you'll be fine. Yeah. yeah I think the whole gauge I, thing is going to really come back to bite you in the ass. But other than that, I think you'll be okay. I see, I, I thought that they, was uh, they are, literally already have one of those on yeah. the Supreme Court. They don't, they don't want – I don't, yeah, you know. There might be a certain group in your city that's not interested in t- either of those things. <laughs> I have to go individually to all my libertarian friends and apologize for all the am I being detained jokes because I had to use that line literally this morning. Why? I was walking across a parking lot uh, uh-huh. to get to an ATM. I did not park in the parking lot. This is like near my house. Uh-huh. So I walked out of my parking lot across the street. And as I was walking through another parking lot to get to the ATM, the parking lot security lady told me that I wasn't allowed to be there. and i said parking lot not a walking lot (laughs) yeah and so i said okay thank you and continued on and she yelled again you know you can't uh you can't be here you need to to leave and i was like okay thank you okay (laughs) all right i heard you the first time and so then i i walked out i got to the atm i got my money i'm walking back and as i come back into the parking lot to cross you know it's the shortest distance between two points straight line and once again she's like you can't be here you gotta leave and before right. i got around the building the two uh of uh, the city's finest uh met me there at the other side of the parking lot okay. to ask uh, why i was causing a disturbance huh you were causing a disturbance yeah, apparently i was uh, causing it dis- well because i had asked it's like i'm sorry am i be glad I- you're white ben am, yeah. am i Oh, I had the yeah, little hat just in case. Because if you were black, you'd have been shot already. That's it's right. like, do you really want to mess with me? Where'd you get that money? <laughs> <laughs> Dad, I knew that's not your car. So it's they would have sprinkled like, crack on you. Well, the two cops are there, and I'm like, I mean, am I trespassing? I'm just walking from over. He's like, well, you can't really park here. And I said, well, my car is over there in my parking lot across the street. And he's like, oh, well. And so it's like, is there a problem? He's like, no, you can walk here. But uh, apparently there, you were causing a disturbance and, and shaking your fist at her or something. <laughs> and Did you like, Abraham Simpson this lady? No, I didn't. But I, I, just, I just went, okay, you're fine. And just waved my hand at her. And apparently that was me causing a disturbance. And, uh, a disturbance uh, in the force is what The way meant. that the cop let it down, the way the cop was just like, yeah, okay. Apparently he's had calls before from this lady. Yeah, this lady sounds like a real pain in the ass. She actually it's, called the cops. Yeah, they weren't. They just didn't happen to be there. They, no, no, no. They they, she had. She's no. like, no, no, no. She they, they called the cops. So then I'm like, okay, well, um, am I being detained? Yes. Go. And he was like, yeah, you can go. 
I'm like, all right, thank you. And so then I was like, oh shit, that worked. I did the am I being detained thing. And it's like, all right. So then my I know my rights. My libertarian friends at work, I, I was like, that was always my, my joke. It's like, you know. Get your damn hands off of me. You I am a commander. Oh, going. Oh, going. <laughs> I am a captain in the United Federation of Planets Starfleet. You have no authority over me, officer. You've been, you've been demoted. Ben, or the so. nuclear vessels. <laughs> You're no longer a captain. You got, there was a mutiny on your ship. Yeah, I st- dude, I still wear the pips. <laughs> oh, when you're just walking around, I'm just walking around. I had the Starfleet uniform on, which I, I wish you were in the Starfleet uniform when this all happened. In program, <laughs> in program. <laughs> I mean, this this uh, audio can probably be used, in program. but that is the plan. That if I'm ever arrested for anything that's like really, really big, boom, world's a hologram. I'm a Starfleet captain. In program, in program. Computer in program. Obviously, this is a malfunction. I can't escape from this simulation. The holodeck is clearly not working. And And when the doctor Computer arch. Computer arch. Moriarty's got to be behind somewhere. (laughs) I've got to talk to my chief engineer. And I mean, the fact that I'm just a step or two away from this, the fact that I know who my chief engineer is. Yeah, Argyle. No. No, Commander Stevens. I mean, that's the thing. I have all 432 uh, members of my crew named in what uh, shift they work. <laughs> what so. ship are you on then, Ben? Well, that was New Yorktown. Okay, so this was your, your in when you were in Alabama? Yeah, my USS uh, Yorktown, NCC 1701. Oh, 1704, Jesus. Oh, you're God. slipping, Ben. 1701, that's the Enterprise. <laughs> Listen, you got delusions of grandeur. I got the Irish tea. I like the Crazy Horse. I think that's a good name for a ship. I don't know why. Oh, it's named after... Uh... I know who it's named after. I just like the name. That's all. I know. Yeah, I mean, like the Romulans. It's like, uh, who, who are we sending on the peace mission to meet the Romulans? Uh, yeah, that'd be uh, Captain Jellico on the uh, Crazy Horse. <laughs> I don't think these are going to go well, if I know anything about uh, American history. Now we'll send about 12, 13 uh, Excelsior-class ships. Excelsior! The, uh, the Apache, the Crazy Horse, the Comanche. <laughs> the, pox, the, the pox-ridden blanket. We'll the trail, USS that, Trail of Tears. That's the ship that the Romulan sent, the pox-ridden blanket, <laughs> to meet the Crazy Horse. We've got this taken care of. Don't worry about it. But anywho, so... Um, so yeah, so the O'Brien thing kind of wraps up pretty simply. She gets uh she gets O'Brien's baby and then she yeah. agrees to move in and there live. really is no more straightforward B plot in all no. of Star Trek than this. this it's is like, the- oh, we had to switch the babies. Oh, okay. I guess we'll just deal with it. All right. And then then yeah. you can just it's- live with us, right? <laughs> like, yeah, you can well, yeah. I'll I'll live here, I guess. Cool. There's yeah. the there's no conflict whatsoever no. in any part of this. Everybody's just like, okay, I guess we just have to deal with it. Yeah, and I was almost in tears, though, at how adorable Molly was. Are you my aunt now? And it's just like, oh, my God, she's so precious. Yeah, see, I got, I got misty-eyed later in the episode. Auntie Narice. Auntie Narice. It's, why does she call herself? At the herself? very end, Bob? Yeah, got me. Yeah, yeah. It got me. It yeah. got me. It was nice. It got me. It was sweet because um, what happens is Quark is going to die. So then Rom convinces him to sell his body on the exchange. Which is something we've had before. Yes. And they sell discs of dead people 
um, and, 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 you know, whatever, yada, yada, yada. And I sell dead people. I sell your dead people. And Quark didn't want to do it because he didn't think he would make any money. Because in the grand scheme of things, he ain't shit. No. His you family's know? an embarrassment to the Ferengi which establishment. I never, which I never really picked up on. I mean, like, I, I get the whole thing about his mom, like, getting involved in commerce and stuff. And his never, brother with the union and everything. Like, yeah. it's all, like, they don't, they, the repercussions of it don't play out on the station. But, like, I've seen in pic- the context of the Ferengi, you know, it's pretty bad. Yeah, I've seen pictures of his mom wearing clothes. It's fucking gross. God, what a bitch wearing clothes. Dude, it was, it was so loose-fitting. God oh, damn it. God. It was terrible. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so I guess he's a huge embarrassment. Um, so he doesn't want to sell his body on the exchange, and he gets one bid, and it's ROM. But then all of a sudden, this gigantic bid comes over, and you're like, who could this be? Like, no one really knows. Now, he's quite happy about it, though, because he's like, I'm finally successful. I get to die a success. Like a thousand bars of gold-pressed latinum it was. I mean, that's... 500. 500. Yeah. It was 500? Yeah. yeah. And okay. only somebody really wealthy would be able to throw around that kind of latinum mm-hmm. for somebody okay. like Cork, you know? It's got to be the well, Nagus. Rom, what was it? He dumped his entire life savings, and, and that was like 17 bars. Which was sweet of Rom. Rom's a good guy. He's a good, he's a good brother. He's such a good brother. It's got to be that Nagus, bruh. It's got to be. The head Nagus in charge. But it, Dennis, that's too close. <laughs> too close. But it ain't, the, it ain't the Nagus. We come to find out that it's actually uh, uh, Brunt. Yeah, from the FCA. And Brunt's a real pain in the ass. Yeah. He, well, you know, he's, he's trying to compensate. He's got he's, the small lobes. He has really small lobes. His, his yeah. lobes are like a woman's lobes. It's like, dude, are, are those are those lobes, or is that just a really big clit? I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what the equivalent is, but it's just like he's got tiny lobes. Yeah, those, those are chick lobes. And he hates Rom, and he's here to collect on his um, his fifty two uh, pieces of Rom beef jerky, kind of. That's you know, uh, the cork, desiccated cork. Yeah, that's what he wants. He wants Quark, and he's like, "Dude, I'm not, I'm not dead. Like, you can't have me. I'm not going." And you think like, um, there's got to be some kind of actual clause in the contract. Like, if this person doesn't really die, then you can't buy their remains. I'm pretty sure Quark's going to have one of those clauses in his next contract. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I that may sound naive on my part, but I mean, you think that would definitely be in this there. Is- Never happened before. No one's ever gotten better. No one ever had a bad <laughs> diagnosis. I've gotten better. Right? I mean, I know I died. What was it? Uh, two days ago was the 10th anniversary of my death day. Yeah, I don't understand. What is that? That was uh, when I died. It was So you and I have literally known each other just over 10 years. How did you die? In the car accident. And okay. I, I was, this, uh, it was uh, 2008. Okay. Uh, October uh, 1st, I'm driving home from the grocery store. I'm listening to uh, you on the radio. Um, As I approach the intersection, I had a green light. And then I woke up a while later uh, in the hospital with a bunch of things connected to me and my clothes all chopped off. Mm. And uh, a broken rib right uh, over here. And uh, yeah. So Officer Lamb of the Virginia Beach Police Department, 1st Precinct, uh, pulled me out of the vehicle and uh, kept me, uh, I guess, 
alive enough until the paramedics got there. And uh, so, yeah. So you, were you, were you, did you actually die? Flatline. Wow. Interesting. And you came back. Your will to live was that strong. No, my uh, curse to uh, roam the earth. Come on, Ben. No, I, I get uh, I get twelve regenerations. So this is I'm just on my uh, just burned off three of them. Think about all the yeah. magic that we've made through the years doing. Yeah, this. I mean that's because Jenny said it's almost been ten years that we've known each other, which means it's been ten years that you and I. Because the first meetup we went to, I still remember uh, messing with you about that. Because I was telling everybody at the meetup why, you know, about the accident that I'd just uh, been in earlier in the month. Mm-hmm. I used to meet like on the third weekend of the month or some fourth weekend or something like that. Um, and I was like, yeah, I was in the car. I was listening to uh, the Mike and Bob show. And so the last thing I heard was your voice as, as the car impacted. My God. And so now every time I hear your voice, it triggers and it's like, I'm right back in the accident again. And so was his voice saying, Ben, look out, Ben, (laughs) run, Ben, run towards the light. You must go to the Dagobah system. (laughs) (laughs) You must find Dennis black and Asian. You're my Obi-Wan. He will teach you the ways of the dog trick. He will teach you the ways of snacking. (laughs) <laughs> but yes yeah, so it's today um what was it the uh after effects of, of that was that i spent uh well after i got out of the hospital um you know then the how are you not rich from the the settlement from the accident uh because um I, I'm trying did you to not know. hire calvin's and ackman yeah no, i don't know oh, how the hand stanley <laughs> The ex-wife did not help with this uh, too much as far as the recovery. Um, of your and, body or of the money? Well, the, the whole thing of like not having oxygen in your brain for a while uh-huh. is not uh, – uh, what, what's the medical term for it? Not good. Uh-huh. And so you uh, – you know, yeah, I've got a couple of spots there that I had to learn to talk around. You, you've done a great job. I think so. Yeah, I still I still get uh, clogged up sometimes with the, the the words. You sound so smart with the with the I, big. We got some good words, but uh, no, good was, words. there was about three three or four months that are still kind of hazy. That uh, I um, I guess got through, but probably shouldn't have been out and about by myself. Okay. But uh, see, I had those moments too, but mine were called alcoholism. Like that's, I've got like whole giant gaps. One of the worst ones was, I like beer. (laughs) I like beer. Okay. Beer. I like to have some beers with my friends (laughs) who are drinking beers. Gang bang Greg. It's not a party till gang bang Greg shows up. But uh, triangle. I was like, what was it? Out in the backyard Mm -hmm. uh, in the middle of a thunderstorm standing in the rain and it was like trying to figure out how the fuck I got there. All right. You know, things like that would happen for a while. Or, Did Orange Juice Jones have anything to do with it? No. No. I thought you saw her and him walking in the rain, holding hands. Mm-hmm. No. Nobody knows what I'm talking about? Orange Juice Jones? No. I don't know who Orange Juice Jones is. It's like the song. I saw you and him. 
walking in the rain. I know that song, but I didn't yeah. know the guy's name was Orange Juice Jones. Yeah. It's Orange Juice Jones. Dennis, I mean, come on. I mean, I know the song because that's what I was thinking of when he was saying like he was just standing in the rain. Yeah. But I didn't know the name of the singer. No. One of my favorites was like, you know, fading in and out of reality and like realizing I don't know where I'm at. Like I'm in a neighborhood. I'm on the side. Maybe you were hit by a probe like Picard and Interlight, bro. And now you're living someone else's reality. So this isn't real. This is like, I'm actually. You're still in the car right now. Yeah. Like you're still laying there. Jacob's Ladder style. Yeah. And like you're living, saying you're going to learn how to play the fucking skin flute. And you're going to be. This is this is your inner light, Ben. Do you realize that it's been take ten- advantage, bro? Take advantage. You've Do lived whatever I want. Yeah. You've lived ten years of this person's existence because they've been wiped off the. See, that's that's one of the things is that with the the damage that I had, <laughs> the the you know with the, the with the therapy the uh, the what do you call it the medications the different uh, what you call it's. Um, recovery period stuff um i i was told that oh yeah you you know you, you've got about 10 good years yeah and then uh you there know, you some, are some of the long-term effects might start kicking in and it's like oh and so the other day when it was like hey it's been 10 years since oh wait a minute so now i'm like what? You beat the odds ben yeah 10 years one day oh, you're still here ben so i was getting a little emo and that's why when you and i were talking the other night bob Yesterday, uh, was it yesterday? I believe so. Um, yeah, I got like all hyper emotional here at the oh, house. You're my friend, Ben. I, I, I love my, you, buddy. If I hadn't died in the car accident, I wouldn't have met all my greatest friends. Because I mean, that was a big push uh, for me to leave my job. Was uh, not leaving the house, and so there was a there was a week that I literally would pretend to go to work and then come back in the back door of the garage and hide under my desk. Wow. For like the entire day and just not go. And then on about the third day, I just wouldn't even play. I just went under the desk. And so the vice president of my company had to call and was like, Hey man, uh, are you going to come back to work or should never some send somebody to get our equipment? Um, just let me know. Then you're it's all, my equipment now. And you're all like, I got to play my fucking flute, man. So, no, that's what I uh, was like, you know what? I'm going to draw comics because that's what I really wanted to do all my life was to draw comics. So You when, know what, Ben? I'm glad that we live in the alternate reality where you survived that accident. Yeah, so when is the asteroid going to hit is what I want to know, Ben. Do you have any <laughs> kind of inkling when that? Well, see, because that is the, that's how you get back into the real world. Yeah, it's when the asteroid This planet hits. has to be destroyed. So, so I hope sorry. that doesn't happen for a really long time because I got a lot I got to do. I'm trying. We gotta. I at least want to put our floors in upstairs. <laughs> this was the first year I actually went outside on the death day. Um, it, it was. I've the whole you know flight one eight seven or desti- final destination bullshit. Uh-huh. And flight one eight seven, and is, you don't quit. Yeah. Is, is this going to be the year that you know they get me? So it's one eight seven on Ben fucking McCormick. Yeah, <laughs> and you don't stop. <laughs> Creep with me as I roll through the hood, maniac, lunatic, call me Snoop Eastwood. The song was great, son. So there's a lot of, <laughs> lot of stuff that happened in the last 10 years. Uh, yeah. Like you guys- well, see, now that, now that you're on bonus time, mm-hmm. like on your death day anniversaries from now on, we should do something cool. Yeah. 
Well, I thought the tenth would have been a you know good time to do something cool, but yeah, that's really... that's playing it too close. Like yeah. something bad could happen. Yeah, you maybe a But maybe now 11. you're in your you know you have your extra lives. You're like you did the uh, the little Konami code on everything, mm-hmm. so you have all these extra lives now. Well, see, no, that's the thing is I've always looked at it like a time lord because of the two times I died prior to that, that uh, with that being the third uh, confirmed death. That, uh, but you're still alive, though. Yes, right. I think. You didn't I change hope. your face, though? Uh, I kept it after the second one. I like the, your face. The second life, third, uh, third generation. Between I, think that, I think that face is working out pretty well for you. Yeah. Yeah. Personality-wise, though, it, it, there was a big change between each one of them. Okay. Each one was like a wake-up call, and it's like, are you really being the best Ben you can be? You say, yes, I am. I, I wasn't, so I decided. Wake me up. Change some stuff. So I'm, I'm over. It's been ten years, so I'm way overdue for near-death experience. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we'll see. Now you're alive, though. Uh, according to my doctor. All Although right. I did, I was supposed to have my annual physical day, but I skipped it. So, all right. Well, you're still alive, and, and the media—you shouldn't meteor. be skipping your physical with your with your heart issues. The meteor hasn't hit yet, though, Dennis. It's gonna be—it's not gonna be his heart that's gonna explode in his chest. It's gonna be a meteor that's gonna hit the earth, and then it's all over. And then Ben will wake up on the ground and be like, oh, <laughs> "What's happening?" And then be like, Man. I can't imagine though just waking up and it's ten years ago, and I'm just recovering from the accident. Man, I would have done so much shit different. No, but it's like, well, yeah. Well, but you would know that the the housing market is about to collapse, so yeah, I would definitely you know, like, take well, advantage no, of that knowledge. Like, no, Bob, you're gonna get, <laughs> get fired. Do something better with your severance than start a business <laughs> with two dummies. <laughs> the uh, the housing market had already. Maybe crashed. look for a job That's or something. <laughs> Well, that's the thing is, I wouldn't have known you guys because um, that was. Well, like, you do. Well, you listen to the show, though. You could have called in and told them. You could have been oh, that crazy well, person that calls in. You're gonna him. get fired. You're gonna get fired soon. I, I'd see you. Don't the start a podcast. They're gonna change channel. the format of the station. You're gonna be fucked. <laughs> what, I mean, They're gonna move you to mornings and then back to afternoons and don't then back to mornings. It. Don't do no. it. Don't go back. No, to, don't go like, back are, to the mornings. What? What are you thinking? Don't start a podcast with Manny Fresh. When I show up at the fucking Don't put your eggs in his basket. <laughs> I'm at the Barnes and Noble going, You're bound to finish. You got to listen to me. Yeah, you know what? It wouldn't be the dumbest thing that I listen to. You know, I, I've seen the next 10 years, Bob. But you know what, though? I'm pretty stoked the way things have kind of happened. Yeah. That's, I mean, that was like I was telling you. I you Could know, be worse. Losing all of that life, uh, the pre- life there um you know that cost me about three hundred thousand. Yeah. actually when it all totaled up is about a half million dollars that losing the house and the uh, divorce and everything cost me yeah i mean it so, could have been, been worse I, but if if i could have you know but you think about your flute life. you guys are my flute yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice the, the, the dork so. and then what was it baltimore uh, comic-con was this past weekend and I yes. thought about, uh, you know, all the fun that we used to have up there. It's all gone now. It's all over. Yeah, I almost went up there. But you know, it's just like, oh, yeah, we may not have a contract in a few weeks. So. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you said, I'm glad uh, uh, we were supposed to play. I didn't know we were supposed to play Door Trick this week. But because yeah. I thought Jenny's friend was getting married or something. So I didn't plan on it or whatever. So the dates got all mixed up. 
So we're going to play right. two weeks. I, I just sat at home and cried. I'm sorry. It's, it's all right. I, I had my dice out and I would just roll them. <laughs> roll a one. And I'm just like critical fail. That's good though. Rolling a that's one is awesome Star in Star Trek game. Yeah, but I'm a D and D guy, so it's like that's a critical fail, just like my life. Oh, Benjamin, you sad sack of shit. That's, that's, <laughs> you know, I'm back here over my bed. I'm getting a giant uh, picture of Eeyore. A noose. <laughs> Eeyore <laughs> killing himself. Eeyore holding a noose for you from the ceiling. Yeah. Weird. Eeyore standing Take on my a, tail, Eeyore wrap it around your throat. Standing on a chair. <laughs> May as well end it all. Eeyore was here as he scratches it into the fucking <laughs> pillar. It's his... not like anyone's going to miss you. I don't know, man. I would miss you because who would I text message when I'm watching ahead of Deep Space Nine going, damn, son, that was great. Dude, that episode, that's the reason that the other episode yeah. made me cry so bad. Yeah, they're all good, man. I, I'm excited. It's, we're done, Dennis. We stopped. We stopped. No, we stopped. We stopped. It's okay. Come back. Come back. Come back. You're good, buddy. But and they all die. <laughs> ah, no. <laughs> all a dream. <laughs> it was all a dream. Computer simulation. What happened? Used to read Starlog magazine. Deep Space Nine is actually just a holodeck program that that fucking uh, uh, Riker was running to see something about another episode that he was in. He was wondering what would happen on a PlayStation on a uh, space station if you didn't blow it up. Yeah, that's it's a whole simulation thing. Because I watched the finale of Enterprise and I was like, wow, that was a real bummer. <laughs> like that's what they did. Wait, no, you saw Terra Prime. No, I saw the actual end of the. S- the series where yeah, that's the one where the the earth first people kidnap uh no Tucker this was and no Riker no. just shows up and he's like that's the one after it in program no, <laughs> you think, no 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 there's the next generation episode that, that would have been awesome if all of the like TNG Voyager DS9 Enterprise all ended with Riker's saying program <laughs> not TNG TNG's the real one all the other ones are simulations and it's for all of it's from the same uh, episode. Yeah. Yeah. He's just trying to figure out something because he was like, well, <laughs> what happened if we made that left turn and got lost in the Badlands? Yeah. It's a great episode of uh, Doctor Who, though. Turn, turn left. Turn left. Because I will say that, like. That freaks me. Every time I'd be driving somewhere and I'd be like, where do I need to go? And Jenny would say, turn left. I'm like, no. <laughs> No, because I like I liked Enterprise. Um, the last season of it was too was too serialized for me. Uh, but to have the whole series just kind of end on Riker just dicking around in the holodeck. That was a TNG episode. And out then of- what happened, holodeck? <laughs> Tell me more, holodeck. I mean, I could just read about this in a book, but I want to so see like Do- firsthand. Doogie House. If, if he's not masturbating while everything's happening, it's really not <laughs> worth it. Well, he does manage to smooch to Paul, if you noticed that. When I watched it yesterday, like when he was when he was cooking, he said, end program, and she's just standing there, and he kisses her, and then he puts his hand on her boob. Wait, isn't Troy there too? No, Troy's not in that part of it. No. She she's in, I haven't seen the episode yet. Yeah, so. It's not good. Yeah, I, I it's a, it was a weird way to, to, to end TNG. Yeah, it was just a weird way. To end anything. Oh, the fact that they kill somebody that was just like, are you kidding me? Yeah, it was really kind of dumb. Tonight, though, on Heroes and Icons is the 
beginning of the end of Voyager, the last two parts of Voyager. I've seen part one. I haven't seen part two, but I wasn't super impressed. Good, with good episode. I don't know. Like they go into the future and they're in the future. And then like, yeah. they got to go back to the past or whatever. No, but old, old Janeway's badass. Yeah. But it just kind of reeks of the end of TNG where like there's there, the multiple timelines oh. going on or whatever. Now, did you you finish the book already? No, I, I just started the Voyager section. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I'm, I, I'm a little piece. Of, I'm I just finished. Uh, uh, what do you call it? I'm after Voyager, and I've just I'm about halfway through Enterprise. I the only part of the book that's kind of a bummer is I wish they spent more time digging into Deep Space Nine, because um, I find myself. And I know it doesn't seem that way because we've been talking for like almost an hour. I think we've mentioned like the first five minutes of this episode. No, um, I love fucking Voyager. I mean, I love Deep Space Nine. Like it's yeah. the best Star Trek far and away. Like it's not my favorite Trek, but it's the best. It's, it's so well done. So well written. Well, I think that they, they do bring that up though in a couple of places that, you know, after time had passed and now that you're able to watch, you're able to binge it on, on, uh, on Netflix, yeah, and and watch it the way it's supposed to be watched. Yeah, and talk it, about like serialization, <clears throat> like how that was cutting edge at the time, though. Yeah, yeah. talk about like uh, we weren't ready for it. Bear mm-hmm. having like a fucking like a total mind meltdown. Like this is what TV's going to be in yeah. ten years. Like no, people want. I don't want to do. It. Like no, this is it. This is everything it's going to be. No, yeah. they want self encapsulated episodes that everything's yeah. resolved by the end. No, not at all. we've been doing it this way for 40 years we're never going to change I like how they pointed out that was one of the big fails on Voyager where you know when Ronald D. Moore came over after he finished up on DS9 and it's just like all right, guys uh, so how we go serialize this and they're like no no we don't we don't do that here no each week the ship needs to be more and more messed up and and like the year of hell episode was actually supposed to be a season wow a year of hell where that'd have been cool. The ship would just get more and more fucked up. And then over time they would start integrating like, you know, Borg technology and Kazon technology. And so the ship would slowly start changing over the course of the series and that, you know, people would die and not come back over the course of that season because it was the yeah. year of hell. That'd have been cool. That would have been more realistic. Like people dying and then they, they actually recruit people from the Delta quadrant to join the, Crew. More than that Talaxian. Uh, yeah. God, I fucking hate that guy so much. Yeah, Neelix sucks. Neelix is the worst. See, it's, I always thought it was kind of cool, though, that you had DS9, and it had uh, Odo, who played uh, Clayton Endicott III on uh, uh, Benson. Mm-hmm. And then Neelix played the press secretary hmm. on Benson. So it was two Star Trek series that had former Benson stars. That is interesting. Yeah. They should have no, gotten Robert no. Guillaume. Yeah, they should have got. He would have been a cool captain. Well, he was going to be the captain on Enterprise, but at the last minute, the contract negotiations fell through. Oh, she's no. a ship and I'm the captain. It's a lie. It is, it is absolutely a lie. I don't know. I'd have been cool with that. Yeah. I, I like he was still. He was still, uh, I think he was probably still on use. Or what was the, uh, the sports talk? Sports show? night. Sports night, yeah. That was a good Did that show. Last more than a season, though. Barely, mm-hmm. but it was, was a good like, show. Yeah, it was like it was good. 
ESPN uh, meets West Wing or something. But it was cool. I love yeah. Peter Krause. I, um, the guy who went on to do Six Feet Under, and now he's on that 911 show. He'd be a good, he'd be a good Star Trek dude. Can I just take a minute? Uh, I know we haven't mentioned Star Trek Discovery lately. I'm excited. And, and Star Trek All Access. And Star Trek Discovery is coming back in January. Yes, thank God. Yeah. But what's, what's the deal with this short Trek stuff? Uh, that those are cool. the little prequel webisodes or whatever. So do we need to... Do I need I, to sign up for? I don't think you have to sign up for anything. I think those are going to be available. Yeah, oh. that should. Yeah, because they're probably like little commercials to get, like, yeah, to get you to come back. Oh, okay, um, I'm coming back, baby. Don't you? But don't here's the that. thing: is I um, have been watching a lot of television lately. No, and uh, a lot of the television I'm watching is uh, the CBS Television Network. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. And holy shit, CBS is good. Um, this new Magnum show is possibly one of the best show comebacks that I've ever seen. They get, um, they have a, a Hawaiian dude playing Magnum P.I., right? Uh, no, he's Hispanic. Okay, Hispanic. What? Uh, Carl Weathers is on the show? Carl what? Weathers was on I didn't know that show. until yesterday. I was like, oh, wait a second. No, Carl it, Weathers is on it? Well, he's not a regular. He was just... Uh, oh, then I'm out. Yeah, he was, on, he was the... He was <laughs> I thought on. he was going to be like Higgins. That'd be awesome. Black no. Higgins, that'd be awesome. Higgins is a woman now. No, and, Higgins uh, should be Carl Weathers. Is she a balding woman? No, no, she's. That's a, always sad to see. Somewhat. That's disappoint. I'll be disappointed if she's not. And she's actually British. And her pussy's uh, bald. No. no, it's. Um, do they show it? Or her pussy's <laughs> balding. It's really. And, that, and that's the thing, though. And then the thing that I didn't know because I was. I this was the second episode this week. Last week was the first episode. No, that's normally how things go. I watched that with my daughter. And so she It'd be really big, bad if they were airing them out of order already. <laughs> she was a big fan of uh, Hawaii Five O and MacGyver, which apparently are in a shared universe. Really? And, and, yeah. And then halfway through this episode, is that the nobody wait, gives a the shit new, universe? The new uh, MacGyver and the new Hawaii Five O, or the yeah. original Hawaii Five O and original. Well, see, MacGyver. that's the thing: is the original Hawaii Five O when it ended, CBS was like, "Shit, we've got this whole production thing going in Hawaii." all the studios and the cameras and we don't want to ship all that shit back. Uh, can we do another show there? And no, throw it in the ocean. And they were like, yeah, let's uh, do this detective show. And that's how little mermaid got made. They threw all the cameras and in the so ocean. The first season of the original Magnum, you'd hear him like the, the cop would make a reference to, yeah, I'll have to run this past McGarrett at five Oh. And so it was like, they, they were supposedly in a shared universe. And then murder, she wrote, in 86 which was the seventh season of magnum but the third season of murder she wrote uh -huh. they did the crossover episode where like tom uh, Selleck fucked murder he, he banged no, murder. out angela lansbury <laughs> angela take lansbury, it, you know, angela lansbury welcome to hawaii uh, uh, angela lansbury is an author and then she goes to visit robin masters at some writers conference the mystery starts and they and, all fuck and when she goes back to cabin <laughs> cove the mystery Thomas, is how she got herpes. <laughs> Thomas uh, has, you know, he's got that thing where you got to tell everybody you herpes slept. she wrote. So yeah, herpes she got. So herpes she got. Herpes she got. In this new universe, or this. Um, universe. <laughs> <laughs> the, the cool thing is that Magnum. <laughs> is it the same universe as the the new Hawaii Five O? Let me tell you about this girl. Her name was Nancy. And they've <laughs> already totally had crossover. Heard? He said, "If I ever tell you about this, with Magnum, 
and MacGyver. Herpes she got. All I'm up. Herpes she got. The really impressive thing, though, is that Hawaii uh, Five-O has done crossovers with NCIS. I don't like that show. So, well, yeah, because uh, Jonathan Archer's on NCIS uh, New Orleans. So but, is Ludacris. Is it Ludacris on that? <laughs> and, uh, no, no. LL Cool J is on uh, NCIS. Los Angeles. Yeah, but Ludacris was on one of them for a while. Like, I thought CBS I just saw hired- LL Cool J was holding hands with Chris O'Donnell in a commercial. Is it yeah. Ludacris on NCIS, like, New Orleans, or is that Little Wayne? Is I know one of them is. <laughs> so, that means NCIS is I a, think Manny Fresh is on the If show. the Cash Money Brothers are on the show, then I'll fucking watch it. It takes place in New Orleans. It has to be. Uh, did, we need to bring in Detective Birdman for this. <laughs> Put some respect on it. This is my but case. Put some respect on it. That means Agent, uh, <laughs> Agent Manny Fresh. What? What? Agent Juvenile. <laughs> so, if these. We gotta all- investigate this murder, huh? This guy dead, uh. He got shot in the face, uh. We go ask his friends, uh. So, if they're all what happened, uh. In the same shared universe. He got killed in front of 7 Eleven, uh. NCIS is a spinoff of JAG. And so, that means that this is a shared universe that spans, like, over 20 years. Are you sure NCIS. Uh, They've done that Hawaii Five O and NCIS have done crossover episodes. I know, but are you sure that Ludacris wasn't on that show? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Where to God? I can't like let Ludacris on. go. He's in the I, Fast and the Furious. I are want you, to say that he was on that show. Okay, he might have been a body of the week or something. I don't know. Uh, Daryl Chill Mitchell is he a rapper? No, just because he's black, he's not got to be a. Rapper or a no. drug dealer. It's a rule. I saw that episode no. of Real World. He was in House Party. He's chilling House Party. Just uh, type in ins or I don't know. I want to say Ludacris was on one of those shows. I know Christopher, he was. Christopher Bridges. What was he in? <laughs> was it Luda? So if Luda, who, so. you know, is like I'm one of his number one fans, but if Luda could just call in and, uh, let us know. That'd be great. I know Ludacris was on uh, that other show. Um, I'm curious. No, he was on. He was on an episode of SVU. Okay. I know that, but I want to say he was on one of these NCIS shows. I, I don't think so. How? Why is CCH Pounder on? She's too talented to be on. Why does CIS. Why does Ludacris have a writer credit for Golik and Wingo? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's got the theme song. Luda. Writer, it says writer. All I do is win. Uh, I guess maybe it must be musical credit or something. Yeah. Yeah. Are you uh, sure? Big not- Bang Theory writer. Mm-hmm. Did they just get writer credits anytime somebody plays their song? That's pretty Probably. cool. That is pretty cool. <laughs> as long as he's getting paid, I'm sure he's happy about it. I want to say he was on one of them shows. I know he's in a movie that won an Academy Award. All right, I'm looking at his acting credits right now. The Simpsons. Uh, he was on SVU, Fear Factor, Empire, Rising Star, Def. No, I guess I was. I thought he was on one of them CIS shows. No, I, I don't keep up with CSI, so he, you know, he could have been that. But I always thought all those shows were the same. Like I thought CS Fear, no, he's Fear Factor. They brought Fear Factor back. And he's the, that's odd. Um, I always thought that um, 
all those shows were the same. Like I thought NCIS and CSI, I thought that was all the same universe, but I don't really give a fuck. Now, the one thing that I will say, the other comeback this past week was uh, Murphy Brown. You'd be and, loving some CBS. You're like a 90-year-old woman. <laughs> and it was the, the problem with Murphy Brown, um, I'm going to give it another chance uh, to let, you know, because it's the first episode, whatever. I mean, Magnum P.I., great right out the gate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Episode one, you hit the ground running. You're great. Murphy Brown, if, okay, so there's a special guest in the first episode of Murphy Brown. Is and, it her sec- the person who plays her secretary? Yes. Uh, that's a that's a, a politician that's making a, a a surprise appearance, and when she shows up, she I guess from doing all these other guest appearances that she's done on sitcoms and on like SNL and stuff. Who is it, Ben? Hillary Clinton. Yes, she's she's currently unemployed, so she's got time. She's got but nothing else to do. He actually did a better job at timing and acting and not looking like she was acting than the actual cast did. It looked like the cast had got together to do like a, you know how like Jimmy Fallon will do those Save by the Bell reunions or something, and then they'll do like a fake episode for ten minutes. Uh-huh. That's what the episode felt like. Now is the weird painter guy still on the show? No, he died. In oh, real- yeah, that got dark. <laughs> I don't remember anybody else who was on Murphy Brown. I just remember the weird painter guy and like the cute other news girl. Yeah, she is now the older lady so that was the thing well, they're all that, older yeah they're all, all old that's how time not, works ben is that uh we all don't get hit by a light orb and learn how to play the no, fucking flute so corky <laughs> was a beauty pageant winner yes and that's why they brought her on the show because she was going to be the you know the the sex kitten that made people. that name sounds familiar corky yeah corky sure <laughs> it's the same chick from life goes on okay and so she um was brought in as the young attractive uh person to you know to do the fluff pieces and now Fuck she's older, and so she got uh, bumped off of her show because the weather girl went and got a boob job. Lily Tomlin's on this show? Mm, she was on the original. Okay. I love Lily Tomlin. Uh, the Time last Daily. one. Time Daily. Uh, repl- the guy who was the bartender in the original died. And so just, they brought it. just drop it left and right. Wallace Shawn, is he on this who? version? Wallace Shawn? <clears throat> he did. He's the, um, the Sicilian. He's not dead. Do people really give a the fuck? The Sicilian from uh, Princess Bride. He might be. I know. No, he's he's still around. The he's, only he's person alive. that's still alive is Murphy. Well, see, that's the thing. Is I don't know if that's what this series about. She goes around killing everybody else who used to be on the show. It's like the Simpsons episode where she gets like the treasure. She just uh, it, it's it's just really weird though right now. And like I said, I'm gonna give it more time. But like the kid that Dan Quayle uh, complained about. Uh huh. He's grown up, and he's a journalist he's now. Dead too. And uh, it's—I don't know. I don't know if Murphy Brown is still relevant. She did. Yeah, I don't think anybody gives a shit. Like this is straight up Diane English and Candace Bergen having an anti-Trump aneurysm, and I mean, which is fine to do. I've had mine. Um, yeah, I'm totally cool with that. I just don't think anybody gives I a just, shit. I just don't know if this is the vehicle to do it, and I don't know if I can like let this into my universe i read all something the, all the cbs people are like man they canceled last man standing for this <laughs> i read somewhere that they're thinking about doing like a fraser reboot and like fraser might be coming back it's like are we that's where we're at now we're just gonna i mean i'm look at I me just, though i sit here 
and every week I'm watching Hawaii Five O, MacGyver, Magnum PI, um, Murphy Brown. It's like what fucking year is this, dude? I'm just watching Star. Like I, all my nights consist of is I just watch Star Trek on here as an icon. So I just watch TV shows that are actually from 1997. Like that's what I do, and it's great. Go back. I had to. Uh, this no problem. No complaints. This last month, I've actually had to restrict myself to one episode of uh, What's My Line per night. Like I, they're all on YouTube apparently, and so I will like. I don't know oh, that show. Yeah, it, know that it's show. the one where you have a. Right, there's a panel of celebrities for celebrities. This is like a '70s game show or something. Uh, this is like Did late they... '50s, early '60s. Okay. And so what it is is you come out. And you're like Dennis would come out, right? And he writes his name on of the, the closet. Not the late fifties. I wouldn't. <laughs> no, I, th- I actually I think there 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 may have been a. This a is pre Rat Pack. Well, actually, uh, Sinatra was on the last one I watched. Oh yeah. And his uh, sexy wife Mia Farrow. And you're going to tell me that Ronan is Woody Allen's kid? I no, don't. there's no. Yeah, there's there, no. Way. I, okay, yeah. so I've always read about Ronan, uh, but I've never like seen pictures of him until just the other day when the story when the they did the interview yeah, he's not what he and they asked mia farrow hey uh you know i just, I just heard somebody else talking about this on a different podcast and he was like uh she's like i maybe i don't know somebody was and saying that not- some <laughs> other relatives in mia farrow's family looks like frank sinatra a little bit i mean if you see a picture so, of ronan like, he doesn't he's not of, of, of young uh frank sinatra from that yeah. era it's just like holy shit that's frank's kid and he's uh, a great journalist i guess but anyway so frank's <laughs> okay. so you come out you write your so bob comes out okay dennis are you happy make me racist so bob comes out he it's writes, not you the 50s are racist what are we talking <laughs> about here like what's i feel my like line? totally <laughs> gone off the fucking rails what's my line you walk out the guy writes his bob writes his name on the board he sits down next to the host and now the panelists have to ask yes or no questions. And the goal is to guess. Wait, so is Bob famous? Well, no, Bob is just Bob. The so, contestant. Okay. Right. So it, it, he would walk out and they're like, all right, let's let the uh, studio audience and the audience at home see uh, what Bob does for a living. And so it's what's my line of work, right? What's your line? Oh. So it would pop up like you know, oh, okay. a comic book uh, writer. And so then they would ask now uh, – is this a service that I could enjoy? Yes. And then so, yeah, and then you go through a series, and then they have a little tote board, and every question is worth five. <laughs> yes, every, Dennis. Every time yeah. they, you get a no answer. Does it involve it a hole in a wall <laughs> in a bathroom stall? Yes. <laughs> when you get to a no. When someone put their gen in that hole. I don't get paid for that. <laughs> and so then someone, they, you know, Suck on <laughs> I do that for fun. When within someone suck questions. on the genitals that popped out of the hole in the wall. Yes. Within 10 questions, they have to guess <laughs> what's your line. Is that person you? Yeah. <laughs> You're a glory hole, Dennis. And then at the end of the glory episode, your mouth looks familiar. <laughs> Bob? So after two episodes, or after two civilians, you know, just regular, like, oh, she. She's a bagpipe instructor. Oh, wow. Who'd have guessed? So then, then they bring out the celebrity guest, and that's where the panelists have to put on the uh, blindfolds. Uh-huh. And then, like, uh, I saw the one where Why Eleanor can't they Rose just put them behind a wall? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's like on uh, 
the what you, the dating game or whatever. They, or the, uh, they should cut a hole in the wall and the celebrity sticks their genitals. <laughs> <laughs> And so then, uh, now what's the guy? Who was the guy on uh, Price? Ron Jeremy? <laughs> no, the the voice on Price is Right, Johnny Rod, Rod Roddy. Was yeah. it Rod Roddy? I think the original, so. yeah, or maybe not the original, but the the long time guy was Rod Roddy. How did I know Johnny that? Also, how did I know that so quick? Because his his flashy suits popped into what your brain. Is, but what didn't Rod Roddy? Life? But didn't Rod Roddy replace Johnny Olson? I don't Maybe, know. Maybe I don't know, but like this is Johnny Olson speaking for a Mark Goodman Todd. I would say during the heyday of The Price is Right would be like the 80s and 90s uh-huh. with Bob Barker. It was Rod Roddy. Okay, I thought Johnny Olson was the one who preceded him. I just remember. Rod Roddy. I, uh, I know Rod Roddy. He did. Right. Yeah. He did. Well, yeah, because then Shadow Stevens replaced Rod Roddy. Yeah, Man, Rod. fuck a Shadow Stevens. But, I, was, uh, I did like Johnny, Johnny Olson is the is the voice uh, is the is the what, announcer voice on what's my line. You know, so uh, when I was in college, we went to The Price Is Right. Really, I don't remember seeing Rod Roddy there. Maybe he might do it post. He might. Uh, well, then who says? But I know they say, on "Come down. on!" No, somebody says, "Come on down," because my friend who was there with me, he he ended up winning the show. Wow! And. Wow. So I know they, yeah, they know, announce it over the system, you know, whoever, whatever your name is, come on down. So if, if I subscribe to the Game Show Network, can I, like, go back far enough and see you? At Possibly. The, like, in the audience going, whoa, young Dennis. Well, I was on stage at the end. Oh, cool. Yeah. That is, like, super, that is, like, of all the people I know, that's one of the, like, the top three coolest things I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, Bob playing uh, baseball with a uh, World Series winning uh, cubby. And uh, huh? Right. Well, uh-huh. you you met him at, when he played for uh, the Tide, right? Who I don't know who. The pitcher. No. Uh, Arietta. I don't think I, I. I don't know if I met. I remember meeting Justin Turner. Um, I know Arietta. He was an Oriole originally, so he probably came through the Tides because yeah. Orioles used to. Because he played down here, and I thought there was a picture of you and Arietta. I know there's a picture of me and Justin Turner together, which was cool because then he got traded in the Mets. The Mets gave him up, and now he's real good. Yeah. Now, I'm pretty sure you and Arietta, there's a, I've got a picture of you two together because that was like one of my uh, – Maybe. It like, it's like you, you met a cubby to it's be. In your, it's in your spank bank? Maybe. <laughs> it's definitely not printed out and right off camera. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Why is it? Enough. Why is it glazed? Is this a glossy photo, Ben? Well, yes. I, let's not talk about this anymore. <laughs> so yeah, Rod Roddy. Yeah. Oh, we've gone so far. Okay. So anyway. Um, so then Brunt shows up. Well, we, I think we got a little bit to that. Brunt's like, yeah. "Yeah, I got your body. I'm gonna fuck you up. Um, you can't break the contract." And, yeah. And Cork, really even though shit's gone bad for him these last few years, like he still wants to do the Ferengi thing, you know? Yeah. yeah he, he still wants to honor the contract, even though he has to die. So he gets uh, Garrick to kill him. Yeah. And you can see the fucking boner just grow in Garrick's pants when he realizes that he, he gets to kill Cork. Yeah. Now, I like, though, when he does kill him in the bar, because Cork's sitting there eating his... Uh, his uh, scrambled eggs. Scrambled eggs or whatever, and then just... Yeah. That was very cute. It was a cute little moment, I guess. Yeah. Snapped and, his neck. <laughs> and, and then um, 
Yeah, this felt like two B stories, I guess like a B and like a C, but I really enjoyed the B story of Quark because I really enjoy the character of Quark. It took a while for that story to take off. Yeah. yeah. Like it just kind of it it drug along a little bit. I thought because one of the better Ferengi stories that I've seen. Yeah, it ended I, up being pretty good. I Because I, I thought it was just going to be like um, Bent had gone rogue. I was convinced because like when they got to almost the end of the episode and like it's not resolved yet. And Quark is like, yeah, I'm going to give up the bar. I'm going to, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to die. You're going to have to blah, blah, blah. And then he slaps the Ferengi thing on the wall. And I'm like, there's no way this is a two part episode. Like, so how are we going to wrap this up? I thought this is not how it's going to end. Yeah. I thought Bent was going to be like a row. Like he got kicked out of the Ferengi, whatever, because he fucked up in the past. And that's why he hates Quark so much. But not that's a, usually what happens to these Ferengi bad guys. Like yeah. they eventually get disgraced within the Ferengi community. For yeah, something. and that's that's what like I thought. The guy that, who tried to mind control Picard. Yeah, I thought that Ben was just another disgraced Ferengi who was on like some rogue mission, who was using this as a revenge plot against. Quark. I wish his name was Ben. That would be. It is good, Ben, isn't it? It's Brunt. Brunt. Ben would be a great like. <laughs> But yeah, so it's Brunt and uh, he's doing his thing. But no, it's not that way at all, actually. Like, this is real. Like, and Quark is fucked and the they bar liquidated is. liquidated his assets. The bar is empty and there's. But I guess, nothing. like, the bar itself, he still, because he's leasing it yeah. from the Federation, so they can't take that away from it at least. Yeah. Right? Right. The physical structure yeah. of the so bar. So he's just sitting in there being all sad. Um, yeah. And everyone comes to his rescue. They even got the shirt off his back. Yep. Julian comes in. He's like, Hey, I got this case of brandy that somebody tried to pay me. Uh, I don't want it. You want it. And like, Oh, then Dax comes in like, Hey, I got these glasses. Do you want these glasses? They're really ugly. And then Cisco comes in. He's like, Hey, I've got all this furniture. Can I put it in here? And it was very cute. It was very cute. Like it was, it was, it was a good ending. I got misty eyed. I'm not going to lie to you. I did too. It was it was Jimmy Stewart ending. Yeah. It's like I I, I found Zuzu's petals. Zuzu's oh, yeah. petals are in, in, in Kira's vagina. <laughs> and it was cute. And it was a cute ending. Like it was it was a it pulled at the heartstrings and it achieved its goal, which I thought was was cool. It was it was nice to see Quark realize like, man, these guys really are my friends. You yeah. know, he didn't want to come out and say it. But you could say he like he wanted to say thanks, guys, but he's like, I can't do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm still too Ferengi for that. Well, I'm gonna have to charge you a storage fee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which was that was a good line. Yeah, it was a good line. It was, a, you know, what it was a really great ending because I had no idea where this was going or how it was gonna wrapped up. They got Cisco his paycheck. Yep. yep. Well, Cisco also directed the episode. Like, yeah, that's my appearance fee. <laughs> well, no, that's that's why because he directed it, and so. Do they get two paychecks if they direct and act in? No. Yeah, I'm sure they do. I bet they I do. They have to. Because they're not going to just you're free. You, like you're in the Actors Guild and you're also in the the Director's Guild. Yeah. Like they got to pay you separately for your services. I don't think they pay separately. Nobody's they just going to direct. We, we have to ask. Because I, I know the thing I found out, I don't know if we discussed this about voice actors. The reason like on Star Trek, the animated series, um, that Sulu and Chekhov weren't going to get brought back is they were going to have uh, Scotty and uh, Nurse Chapel do all the extra voices. 
they brought back the people they had to have. And the reason they do that, like on animated shows is you come into it, you have to be ready to do at minimum three voices. Yeah. And then you don't get a bonus check until you do the fourth voice. Which is weird, right? Yeah. So that's why Billy West is like, you know, like, oh yeah, be be on our show, please. He's got to be the richest son of a bitch in the whole wide world, Billy Apparently West. Apparently, they don't make a lot of money. Like, Mm-mm. maybe maybe for Futurama or whatever, but like you, most voice actors great. don't make a lot of money. Yeah. Like they make scale plus ten or something like that. This, there's a video, and I'll share it with you guys sometime. But there's a video with this like uh, he's a little Orthodox rabbi. And he's giving, there's this big celebration happening in New York and he's, he's giving the history behind it and all this stuff. He sounds like Billy West doing Larry Fine's voice from the three stooges. (laughs) That's interesting. Right. And so the entire thing I'm listening to it going is, I swear to God, did they hire Billy West because he's got, I mean, so whatever voice Billy West was trying to do when he got, uh, when he was doing Ren and Stimpy, when he was doing, uh, you know, any Three Stooges type stuff, he's nailed the, the accent that uh, Larry Fine had. And, or either that or this rabbi is like a huge Billy West fan. And since they're like super orthodox and don't watch television, nobody knows that. <laughs> like just straight doing a Billy West voice. Like it's bad enough. I actually wrote the guy's name down. Where it's like equals Billy West question mark. So it was a cute ending. I really liked it. <laughs> it was, you know, when he started shaking Rom though and asking it, you know, where'd you put the money, Rom? Where'd you leave the money? It's like what that three thousand dollars so we can pay off old man Potter. I haven't seen that movie. <clears throat> Are you not? You know what, turn your tele- on Christmas Day, no. turn your television on. Because uh-uh. there, there, I, I, there's uh-uh. got to be a, a network that shows it like 24 hours a day. Uh-uh. Yeah, I'm sure. I won't watch it, though. Uh-uh. I will make you watch it. It's not a wonderful life. I'll make you watch it, whore. No. I, I mean, wait till they reboot it. It's like <laughs> with James Franco instead of Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> Oh my god! So, so what did you think of the episode, Dennis? Uh, it started rough for me. I was like, "Oh boy," but <laughs> you know, the B story was just kind of there. But they, I think, the core storyline resolved itself pretty well. So I give it like a six. Yeah, and I enjoyed it by the end. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I didn't know how this was going to end, and I was pleasantly surprised. Um, it hit all the right beats. I'm also going to give it a six. I'm, I'm going to give it a 6.5. Whoa, I like it. I, I was... Think you're better than me? I... The stuff with Kira, um, she... Uh, I don't know. It just... I, I don't know if it's because she's actually pregnant and, like, pregnant women give off this aura or something. Uh-huh. But she was making me happy to be alive. Okay. Like there's, she's just, she's glowing with this life inside her now. And so when she gets to be and brought Keiko in, just looked barren. Yeah. <laughs> well, when she's and hollowed out. So sad and dead inside. It's like the potato famine up in there. That's the only thing is like, nothing, this should have, this should have been way more traumatic. Like this could have been an A story. Cause it should have been way more traumatic for Keiko. I think she basically pretty- lost her baby. 
Well, like, even though it's alive somewhere right else, there. like the connection, right. the connection the mother has to their baby, that's the whole reason why people have postpartum depression. They, because they their baby's not that, inside them They anymore. touched on that briefly. They were like, oh, I'm so sad. And they kind of hugged and they were like, let's let her move in. Yeah. Yay. And that's the thing, though, is that I think. But that's, if you're going to do this storyline, that's the angle to attack it from. Well, I think they'll bring How do you resolve those emotions that come You'll up? You'll have more time to do that later. Yeah, they'll bring it back, I guess. But see, the thing is, is that Kira actually gets to be part of this family now. And she gets to feel that familiar love and that like you're part of this little family group. And she it's something that she missed out on because of the occupation. It's something that this, this, the safe space where she can go and, and, and little Molly's there playing, you know, in her room. And, and, yeah. And, but like, I want Kira to be a cold blooded killer. Like I want, she her still race. is. Yeah. She's, gonna oh, yeah, kill Molly. she's going out on assassin missions. Yeah. Pregnant. That would, that's, I'd watch that. But I just it, it it really made me feel human inside, which is rare for me, and like with like human feelings and shit. And I was like, ah, uh-huh. she she's part of their little family unit. Ah, yeah. And then the ending with uh, Quark and the bar and everything, and and the whole community came together. And it was good. I so all that that's what bumped it up to a six and a half for me. I was almost ready to say seven, but then you guys were like, oh, "I hate this episode six. So I, I like, liked it. I th- I mean, I was pleasantly six surprised. is good. Six yeah, is six above is average. Good. Yeah. So I just yeah, even I, with I, the weird Nagus dude, I really enjoyed it. Well, yeah, the Rom Nagus. Yeah, that that was great. I enjoyed the whole thing. See, I kind of thought that part was going to be a hollow deck, like. When he went to bed, they had transported yeah. him to the hollow deck to try and uh, Christmas carol him into yeah. changing his mind. So one thing, he did he ever turn Garrick off? Like no, no, Garrick's, no, no, Garrick's going to kill him eventually. That's, that's don't kill me. Back. Yeah. It's just like, you know, just surprise me and, and don't yeah. let me know. You didn't see Garrick carrying any furniture in there. Nope. He was in the fucking rafters. Yeah, he's he's sniping. <laughs> I'm I'm just thinking it's like that. he's gonna come down like Spider Man and just fucking break his neck. All those chairs are bo- are booby trapped with bombs. That's gonna be the penultimate episode of uh, season seven. He's gonna, like he's like remember when you were supposed to die, yeah. huh? Yeah, he's Mark, gonna go. I finished those pants you were waiting on back in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> he puts them on and they blow up. He's gonna electrocuting open, pants. He's gonna open up one of those bottles of brandy and it's just gonna explode on him many years later. And it's just gonna be constant pull out shots of the DS9 exploding. No, it's got it's gotta do that band like when uh, yeah. uh, the Klingon moon praxis blew up and just I like it. Turn it into the wind. <laughs> Well, there you go, guys. Thank you for listening to Ben talk about CBS's exciting new programs for the new year. Yeah. Since fall. they don't do those uh, those showcases anymore where they talk about the we upcoming shows, did. this is I, Ben did I've, it for you. And I've been watching those on YouTube. Now, oh, Ben, did no, you, they did one for NBC. They did uh, the guys, one for NBC. For uh, the guys from Brooklyn. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was so awesome. Yeah, was, yeah. I watched it. That show's on NBC? Yeah, it moved. Yeah, Fox canceled. Oh yeah, that, oh yeah, that's right. It was and too NBC. liberal and gay for them. They're like, we don't want this gay <laughs> black liberal shit. So, there you go. Well, thank you for listening. Um, we will be back next week with the season finale of season four.